Well, you guys, welcome back to My Lips Aren't Sealed, a podcast created for women where no topic is off limits. As you can tell from the title of today's episode, I have a huge, huge announcement that I am so excited to share with you guys. This is a really big deal for me, this announcement, but it is also a big deal for you guys. So stay tuned. I am so, so excited. As most of you know, I have been working on this podcast since 2021, and it's been such an amazing experience to connect with and, and learn from my podcast guests and, and also just to see the podcast grow year after year. I've had so many guests on, but my absolute favorite to date has been my recurring guest, Miss Kiana Milliken. I've had Kiana on several times over the past couple of months. Obviously, because I love her. She's a freaking superstar and queen, but also I just saw so much potential in Kiana for future opportunities. And she knows this. I've, I've talked to her about this before, but since the first time she was on my show, I just knew that there could be potentially something long-term for her. She has since exceeded my expectations with her fun conversations, silly stories, and a unique perspective on things. And I have made the very drumroll exciting decision to officially make her a part of the team. So everyone, give a very warm welcome to your brand new co-host of the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast, Kiana. Woo, the crowd goes wild. Howdy. Woo. Maybe we'll have to like overlay that in or something. <laughs> okay, so did you see this coming? No, this is quite the surprise. I will say though, like I don't think that a year ago I would have seen this coming, but I feel like this has been something that we've like kind of talked about or like, I mean, I've like teased with each other for like a while now. Yeah. So I feel like it just, it is kind of crazy that it happened, you know, as soon as you headed out, which like ideally we would have like had a couple months together to like, you know, riff and shit. But like, honestly, <laughs> this is kind of chaotic and I feel like that's how I function anyway. So like, why the fuck not? You know? <laughs> Not us like struggling for an hour and a half just to get set up with lighting. But you know what? It's a learning process. And that's what I love about working with you is that I know we both have chaotic lives, but you just roll with the punches. And when you are in the influencer world or social media world or podcast world, there are a lot of unexpected things that happen and you have to just be patient and be flexible. So I love that about you. And also you're just hilarious. I've gotten such wonderful feedback from listeners about you. Have you read like even just the written uh, Apple podcast reviews? People are like, oh no, I God, have it. Kiana. And I'm glad that you're <laughs> telling me this because I feel like I would, you know, my luck, I would like take it upon myself to go look one day to make me like fucking cry or something, you know? So like, thank you for warning me. So now I'm going to go through and look and have myself a little afternoon, maybe with a glass of wine and get emo. Here's the thing. People lately. So when I first started the podcast, it was bad. Like the audio was bad. Um, I, I was still figuring out my podcast style and it was a very big learning curve for me. So I did not get all five star ratings like and that's to be expected. But lately, uh, the past year, it's pretty much positive. I think people don't really take time to write negative reviews necessarily on podcasts unless they're like very controversial. So right all good things. Don't worry. People are loving you. I love you. I'm just, I'm so excited. I just was going to say, I remember whenever we first chatted, um, I didn't necessarily know, like, 
I very much, I feel like sometimes I can be in my own little world. And so whenever I first met you, um, you were doing some social stuff for um, the Spin Studio. And you told me you had a podcast. And I was like, oh my gosh, like that has always been like honestly a bucket list item of mine. And you, like, your first question was like, oh, like, do you have like a shtick? Like, what's your thing that you're very good at talking about? Like, you know, we've brought on like people that work on sex positivity and we have people that like are TikToker, like all these Other different influencers. Things. Yeah. And so whenever you asked me that, I was like, oh, uh, no, I don't really have a shtick. I just oh. will talk openly and happily about anything with so much conviction because I'm fucking delusional. And you were like, okay, yeah, for sure. And then like perfect. you texted me like, perfect. Week. and I'm not kidding. I got in the car and I was like, damn, that was not the best elevator pitch I've ever given. I probably should have worked on that a little bit better. But alas, um, you texted me like a week later and you're like, hey, if you're really interested, like let's, let's like get you on and see how it goes. And then the rest is fucking history. Yeah. The rest is history. I'm a firm believer in helping other women fulfill their potential and you are overflowing with so many opinions and silly things and period people like you need need to have a little bit of a platform in my opinion so I'm really happy to have you on I guys we have so many exciting things planned I know we've had Kiana on a few times but Mm -hmm. literally like I it's always been in the back of my mind to bring her on full time it just took a while I think for us to get all the things moving parts in place. We did a photo shoot. So hopefully by the time this episode comes out, there will be a new podcast cover praying. If not, it'll be next week. But we did a photo shoot. How did that feel? Because I've done a lot of photo shoots in my past, but I don't think you have, right? No. Like that, I think the closest (laughs) thing I've been to a photo shoot is like my volleyball and soccer pictures in high school. You know what I mean? Like where they like have the whole shebang. Like that's the closest I've been. And so having to be like, it has to it has to look very natural, but it is like not necessarily a supernatural process if you're not used to it. And so to say that I was humbled, like Kim very much had to coach me because I'm the kind of person, well, and also I am a spin instructor and like, so whenever we do photo shoots for them, it's very much like flip your hair around, like put your hand up in the air with a peace sign, like all this random stuff. And it's just like, I have like my three go-to moves. And like, I remember the first time that you were taking a picture of me not for Cycle Bar and I think it was for the podcast and I, like, I went up to like a little peace sign thing like you do for Cycle Bar and you were like, no, like this isn't a spin class. I'm like, you know, you're so right. I just like don't know what the fuck <laughs> like, to do and it was just so awkward. So to say that it like it's not necessarily something that still come natural to me yet. I won't say that but I have a good coach and you're also again like you were saying like you're very patient which I'm grateful for because I'm the kind of person like I'll give you one shot and then like if that's not good then it's just not meant to be but when you're at a photo shoot you can't like, like, no, I'm over it. Like, we'll come back later. No, you have to get in the fucking mindset. You have to get ready. You have yeah. to be prepared. And so we only had an hour, I think, to do this. And the way that you and I yeah. were fucking schwitzing, we were sweating our asses off, but we were like, no, we got to get these fucking pictures. We got to make them perfect. And so I'm so excited about how some of them turned out. And so hopefully I like snatch the gods. Like I, <laughs> you will. That's the hope. You will. And honestly, like, you guys are going to love these pictures. We wore some matching sets. I won't give away too many details, but we did rent out a studio space in Austin, which was great. My friend Jess is the photographer of my original podcast mm-hmm. photo art, our cover art. And so she did this one as well. She's super talented. These pictures are great. Super fun. But yeah, we were behind the scenes story. Like we were sweating our asses off. My uh, best friend, Danielle, shot some BTS of us like doing the recording or doing the pictures, which was really fun. We had music playing. Kiana had her champagne. It was a great time. 
And so I just love that. And also one little thing is like as a former sorority girl, I I'm used to like holding hands in pictures and like fake laughing. Yeah. So like I know how to like I know how to do that. And so I go to hold Kiana's hand. <laughs> There's like a video of her like literally like wincing at like me trying to grab her hand. And then I was like, just do it. Just grab my hand. Literally that, that kind of shit happens cute. at a photo shoot. And I wonder why none of my relationships work out. You know, it's like Kiana, you need to like be more human. Like you dumb bitch, you know? So like, oh, hug me. I was about to say, I'm just, and I sent this, actually I sent you that TikTok the other day and it was like, whenever that one person finally gets you out of your comfort zone and like makes you hug them. And I, I just like, I'm not, I don't know what it is. I'm just like not touchy. I'm, it's just not my thing. And so even like, I was in a sorority too. And like, even in those pictures, the behind the scenes that you'll see of us during those moments is exactly how I was. I feel like in our sorority photo shoots as well, because I am just, it's just so not natural to me. If I could just sit there and just stone faced, that's probably how all my pictures would be, you know? Last thing, last thing I'll say about the photo shoot, which again, I'm really excited for you guys to see the new pictures are so freaking cute. But Danielle, again, was taking the behind the scenes pictures and videos of us. And there's this one clip of Kian and I we're fake laughing or having a good time. And then the second the picture's done, your face just literally drops to like the straightest me mug ever. And we were dying rewatching that audio or watching that clip. That was so freaking funny. One thing but about me is I will always great. turn it on. I will always get the shot. Yeah. Yeah. But you did, you did so good. I'm very proud of you guys. So keep an eye out on Instagram at my lips aren't sealed podcast for more of those pictures. The cover art should be updated soon. Um, it's weirdly like hard to update cover photos or cover art because there are certain dimensions you have to have for each platform. And anyways, it's a little bit of a challenge, but stay tuned. You guys are going to love it. So exciting. But we have a lot of exciting. Yeah. We have a lot of exciting things, plans too, which I can't wait for. Um, a lot of ideas, a lot of, um, just fun ways we want to improve the podcast. We want to include you guys more in the podcast as well. So, just stay tuned. It's yes. going to be great. Um, Kiana is coming to San Diego in a month for my birthday, my 30th birthday. Oh my God. Whoop. I'm getting old. That's wild. But we will be celebrating before or after celebrating though. We are going to record some episodes together. So that will be super, super fun. And yeah, I think that's it. What are you, what are you most excited about being a podcast co-host? I'm most excited for the attention. No, I'm kidding. Um, I think <laughs> I think that I'm most excited about like having a little bit of a creative outlet. You know, like I feel like in my old jobs, whenever I was able to, you know, help with events and meet with influencers and be able to like be very social in my job and my current job, the one like, you know, like my full-time job isn't a very social job. And that's just not who I am. And like, I'm good at that job. And I'm like, I'm great at that job. I do a great job, but I, there's still like something missing, like the social aspect of things. And so I think that this is going to be very much such a fun outlet for me to not only like be social, because like being social doesn't necessarily like take a whole, whole lot, but like be very strategic in how we're social and what we talk about and like what we do and who we engage with and stuff. Like, I'm so excited for that. And so I think that that's yeah. probably my favorite part is to quite literally get to absolutely be on be myself and like be very unapologetic and like have that be okay. Like I love that. Stop. I that was very wholesome of you. 
You just had a moment. No, I did. <laughs> I just I, want to be unapologetically me. No. Should, I'm not making fun of you. I'm like so embracing it. I know, which was like I like I said, like all throughout the week, I'm typically like very like corporate girly. I still am social, but again, like I'm typically like down to business. And like this still obviously is a business and like this is something that's very exciting. But it's like we can be really fucking creative with this. So let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. I'm very, very excited for you guys. Make sure you guys give Kiana a follow on Instagram uh, at Kiana underscore Milliken, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And check her out. Send her a message. Give her a warm welcome or check us out on the pod. Leave a comment. She is going to do phenomenal. If you have any feedback for her, yeah. send that her way too. But don't make me cry. She's perfect. No, no, no. Only positive there feedback go. our way, please. Welcome, Kiana. Huge huge change for the podcast. This is going to be such a fun shift for you guys. I know we've already been having her on pretty much like every week now, but it's been great to be able to kind of like practice co-hosting together. And you guys are going to see us become even more and more evolved and creative. And it's going to be fantastic. So um, that wraps up our little intro. Again, if you guys enjoy this episode, leave a written review on Apple podcast, thumbs up and subscribe on YouTube. And also make sure to uh, write us five stars. Did I say that? Leave a written review. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Instagram. Yeah, do all those things. We would love you very, very much. That wraps up our intro though. And now we are going to do a little bit of catching up. So you guys, what is the 411? What has everybody been up to? All right, guys, now we're going to do a little bit of catching up. I am so shocked that it's already February, uh, halfway through February. Quick question. Do you pronounce it? February or February with an R? When I'm spelling it in my head, I obviously have to say the February of it all. But I think like in person, yeah. I just say February. Yeah, me too. Me too. I've always, it's unnecessary, the R in my opinion. Have you met people who have said that? Yes. Yeah. And then I heard it on like a radio segment last week. And so it got me, got me thinking. I don't know why I went British. Got me thinking. Got me thinking. <laughs> got me thinking about it. Anyways. Happy uh, February and also happy almost Valentine's Day and almost Valentine's Day. Oh my gosh. How are you feeling? I don't know. Like, I know. I Honestly, I feel like the past couple of months have just been like literally like emotional turmoil anyway. So like what's another fucking holiday that has to do with love? You know, like yeah. whatever. So I, I've already had two Valentine's Day. I have one more Valentine's Day party. Wow, popular. I've been fucking booked and busy when it comes to the Valentine's Days. And let me just say, like, if you feel like you're alone, you're absolutely not. Because there has been piles and piles of women at every single one of these Valentine's Day parties. Because men ain't shit. And that's all I have to say about that. <sighs> I fully agree. I think this is – I'm coming on my either third or fourth Valentine's Day single, which is wild because I'm a catch. Period. But – I'm 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 fine with it. Like I I felt no pressure this year to have a Valentine, whereas like the past few years I kind of was like bummed. This year I'm like I just want to eat chocolate, hang out with my dog. Like I'm totally fine. I'm in the city of my dreams. I'm happy. I'm healthy. And if a guy comes along, great. I would love to find love, but I don't want to force it just because of a holiday. But Valentine's Day is hard for mm-hmm. some people. So if you are one of those people, we are sending you all up. Our love, which is way yep. more important than some stupid guy's love or girl's love. Whoever whoever you're into, they ain't shit if they ain't giving you roses and chocolate. Right. And not to make this about me, but like this is my first Valentine's Day in six years, not having a Valentine. So if any, yeah. if I can do it, so can you bitches. We're in this together. 
and I support you and I'm proud of you. As I was writing my notes about, about Valentine's Day, I was thinking about you because I know I was thinking it would be really hard for you, but you sound like you're pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good. Pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, that's what's so funny is like you and I were talking on the phone like three days ago and I definitely had a different tune when I was talking about my life. So I think that it just comes in waves and that's okay. So right now, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm good. for three days. <laughs> Crying in bed like legally blonde. Liar. Literally. Throwing the chocolate at the TV. No, literally stand by. We will see because I do – let's see. I do teach that night, which will be nice. So maybe I'll do like a love stinks theme or something like that, you know? And then – um. Angela and That's I are doing cute. a homemade pizza night. So we're staying busy. And again, I still have a whole nother Valentine's. I've already gone to two. And frankly, I'm just tired of Valentine's Day. I'm not even sad about it anymore. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. There's just so much going on. Oh my gosh. Well, good for you. I haven't been, well, obviously I don't have any friends here yet. So I wouldn't have any Valentine's yet, to go to. The big word. But I will soon. Um, speaking of love. I wanted to give you some updates on my dating life in San Diego so far. I Yes. Please <laughs> tell me all of the things. The way that I am living for this. Yeah. So let's hear it. So I'm in my dating era. I'm in San Diego. I'm ready to find love. I feel like Austin was my party girl slash healing era and now era, era, whatever. And now I am – And now <laughs> – I'm just ready to put myself out there. No no real expectations going into it, but just getting out of my comfort zone more. So last you and I talked, I had gone on a date with this personal trainer and it was a great date. Like truly, like he planned like a picnic thing for us on the beach. We went out for really yummy food and then we went to a dog beach and watched the sunset and there was dogs quick, running around. Kim, yes. Real quick. Whenever you date a personal trainer, do you not get intimidated? Like whenever I'm on Hinge and stuff and I see their personal trainer, I immediately X. No. I've. You know what's weird is I've only hooked up with a guy without a six-pack once. <laughs> but I, I'm not intimidated by their appearance because like most – if a personal trainer is liking you, they're probably like – at least in my case, they're probably into more curvier girls. And like the guy I'm talking to or I was texting with last night, he's like, I love a woman with curves. And he has like six-pack – abs and like is a freaking supermodel obsessed and i think everybody has their type right so i like men with six packs and some guys with six packs like girls with little cushy bellies and i think that's amazing but personal trainer guy <laughs> i went on a date with yes. him it was that great date ended at the dog beach because i was i would not shut up about dogs the whole date and so he re uh, recalculated the date and ended at the dog beach we watched the sunset so cute um like on paper, him and I are a great fit. Like we have, like we quoted the same movies. So same, like similar kind of humor. Um, we both want the same things in life. We are both looking for something serious and both have similar morals. Like when it comes to like our family and life decisions and views on life. Now, there was a few things and I'm not gonna, I'm not bringing up this story to make fun of him because truly like he's a really kind guy. And I actually was like, you can ask my sister. I was really sad when I made the decision to not pursue things with him farther. Like I got emotional because I felt so bad breaking his heart. So we did the date and there was a few things and I won't mention specifically because again, I think everybody has their, everybody is entitled to their own um, things of interest. Okay. But I yeah. also think that when you are dating, things that you have in common, like interests you have in common, that's important. So a few things that he does in his spare time besides the personal training are like so 
not anything I would ever be into. And they're not creepy or weird. Like I'll, I'll tell you about it later. Like but what? I just, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to bash him too much, but that's fair. They weren't, I'll, I'll tell you later, <laughs> but I won't do it on the pod. Okay. But there was just things that I was like, it just kind of gave me the ick. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's for me. Like, I don't imagine my future husband like enjoying those types of activities. And again, these aren't like pervy or weird. They're just like not my style. So that kind of like triggered me. I was like, ah, I didn't, I didn't know about him. And then also like he did a lot of like funny voices on the date. So like, well, yes, it's fun to like do impressions and like quote movies on the date. Like he just, he used to be heavier and then he got really fit. And so he, him and I even talked about this. He's used to being like the funny fat friend. So he like was still being that person and like being really like quirky the whole time. And I'm like, you can just be yourself. Like you don't have to put on like this funny voice and like be joking all the time. And so I had already talked about that with him prior to our date because we had a a few phone dates and he was, he was still like that in person. So after that date, he texted me to go out again for brunch and I talked to my sister about it and she's like, you know what? You should give him, just give him a shot. And then, so I agreed. Then he was like, hey, I want to drop off a gift for you. I can't believe I didn't tell you this before, And this is before the second date? Yeah. And okay. so, because he picked me up for the date, which now I'm like, oh, I probably shouldn't have guys pick me up, but I didn't have a car still. Now I do. My car's here. Yay. Finally. Okay. That's another fun <laughs> update. Fun update. I got my car. But he says he wants to drop off a gift. And at this point, I already made my decision about whether or not I wanted to pursue things with him, but I was open to giving it a second shot. But once he wanted to give me a gift, I was like, I feel too guilty accepting a gift from you when I'm not confident about pursuing things with you. And so Kylie was like, just take the gift. (laughs) Like, I I would take the gift. No, I'm saying that I'm like, and the issue is like, (laughs) but I I just, I couldn't. So then I sent him a very sweet text. I was like, you are amazing. I had the best time on our date. You didn't do anything wrong. I just don't see necessarily like a romantic connection with you, but I wish you the best. If we cross paths, like, I hope we can be cool. Like, I was just like, honestly, like it was, I was very nice. And all he responds Mm -hmm. was a picture of a Valentine's Day card and like the gift he had gotten me. And he sent me a picture of it. And he was like, do you want me to still drop these off or something like that? That's all he responded to my long. What was it? I'll tell you later. (laughs) And. Oh my God. I know. It's nothing weird. But it was something that was like thoughtful. And all he did was send me. A picture of that and I didn't respond because I'm like I just said I don't want to pursue things with you why would I still want a gift like that feels awkward the next morning okay I installed security cameras at my house because we're two girls living alone and I want security and I want to feel safe so I have security cameras installed all over my property I'm that person I like I put up like the um, like the little posters and stuff that say like, beware of dog. Smile, you're on camera. I have, I have one of those. It's like a big yellow sticker next to the front door. <laughs> and like, but it's true. I'm like, hey, you know what? You're being watched. So I checked my notifications in the morning and he had come by the house at 10 o'clock at night and put the gift in the mailbox. And that kind of weirded me out because I never responded to accept the gift. What do you think? Did he 
text you after he dropped off to say anything? No. He blocked me on all social media. Well, we only were on Instagram, but he blocked me on Instagram. So, I don't know if I he- honestly... I don't know. Like, it's interesting that he did that. Like, he showed up at your home and then didn't even... And then he's the one who blocked you after. Like, it seems like once he, like, realized that you were done, he's like, no, bitch, I'm, I'm more done. And here's why. Yeah. And... Yeah, so when I sent that original text to him saying, no, I'm not interested, like, I literally teared up. And Kylie's like, it's fine. Like, you don't owe him anything. And I'm just like, I'm a very emotional person. I didn't want to hurt his feelings. And clearly I did a lot. And so I don't think he's, like, dangerous or anything. Like, he definitely just seems like he got his feelings hurt. But dropping off the gift to me felt a little crossing the line. And, yeah, I think he should have texted me afterwards at least to be like, hey, I did drop it off. Like wish you the best or something but I went to look him up on Instagram because I didn't unfollow him and I went to look him up and it was like no user found but then my sister looked him up and he still has an account so that's how my okay, dating life that, is going. honestly like <laughs> that's a little bit much after one date and that's what Kylie said too she was like that feels like extreme and also like to get me a Valentine's Day card and a gift after meeting me once I get the intentions for like pure, but it is like a little much. Like we've only met once. And that far in advance, like what like how long ago was it that he dropped off the gift? Oh, um, well, it was like this past weekend. No, no, no. It was Thursday night. Or Wednesday. Like, that's pretty early for Valentine's Day. Like that's a week in advance. Like it a was. lot of things can happen in a week if you've only gone on one date. Yeah, it was a full week in advance. Yeah, because it was Wednesday night. We were supposed to hang out Thursday. And then, yeah, so I had texted him Wednesday night. So kind of crazy, but that's the update on that. Um, I'm still optimistic. Like, this is the first guy I've, like, interacted with in San Diego, really, like, I've gone on a date with. And so I'm still optimistic. I'm uh, talking to this cutie right now with a six-pack who is an actor and he's gorgeous. But but he he knows my show. I don't think that's weird. Especially if he's an actor and stuff, it's like he's just doing his due diligence. Yeah. Well, turns out he loves reality TV, but he has a best friend and he, that like he sent my profile to and she was like, oh my God, I know that girl. Like I recognize her. So they had like a whole little powwow about me. Wait, do you like reality TV? <laughs> um, That's a funny question. So I don't consume a lot of reality tv the shows that i've watched i've enjoyed like i've watched bachelor i've watched yeah um like love is blind things like that but i've never been like deep into reality tv watching 90 day fiance or big brother like i've never right. watched those types of shows so anyways optimistic about that he's very cute and i'm just we are rooting for you i'm just going in with the expectations i'm loving these updates though like i Finally. It is. I was going to say, and like, you've always been like so positive about it. So I'm like, oh, okay. Like you give me hope, you know? Yeah. It's just. It's, so I cannot wait for more updates. This Maybe this should be like a specific segment on the podcast. Just like dating updates from Kim, you know? Well, you too. <laughs> dating updates segment from both of us. Um, what else do I have to catch up on? Um, this past weekend, I I just had a great weekend. Like I'm seriously loving it here. And I'm not trying to rub, rub it Good. in. But it's just, it's been so great. 
Uh, I sent. No, but like that's why you moved, and I'm glad that you're enjoying it. You know. Yeah, I've just I've I've really been loving it. So this past weekend, I went to the dog beach with Louie, my Pomeranian, and he had the oh best God. time of his life. It was his first time on the beach, and he just was overwhelmed with happiness. We went out for acai bowls after and donuts, and we just like enjoyed the day. Last thing, I just feel like I need to start establishing a schedule while I'm in San Diego. Now that I'm here, I'm like, okay, it's not vacation. As much as it feels like it, I need to like get in a routine. So I re-downloaded ClassPass. So I'm going to start um, exploring some new Love. studios. Yeah, just trying to get my feelers out there. I do usually prefer a gym setting because I like looking at the guys. <laughs> but I can't. What? It's true. Sit on the treadmill, watch the cuties. Maybe you should join like an Equinox. Does San Diego have Equinox? Not Equinox, but there's this place called Fit Athletic. It's that big beat. Beach oh yeah gym I showed mm-hmm. you and that's like a club like that's like the place that people go so I might check it out too but that's it for me I want to visit some gyms whenever I come you have to and you should set up at least one date I'm not saying no other men are saying no Kimberly I need you to reframe your mindset positivity I know I know I'm working on it the universe gives you what you put out so if you're putting out I'm ugly and no men don't like me then you're going to feel ugly and no man will like you. But if you're like, I'm a badass bitch and I'm super hot and amazing and everybody loves me, that could happen. I was going to say, all I'm saying is like, I really feel like 2024 is my year of like getting fucking hot and leveling up in every aspect. And so if you see me in 2024, it's over for you. I hope you understand that. Yeah, actually. Okay, let's talk about what's up with you. You got new eyebrows. I'm loving them. I did. They look kind of crazy right now. No. Let's see. No, no, no. I mean, they're bold, uh, but like I even Kylie texted me and she's like, um, or she was with me and mm-hmm. she's like, oh my God, Kiana looks so good in her picture on Instagram. Did you see it? And I was like, oh, the hibachi night. And she's like, no, it was another one. And then she showed me and she's like, what's different? And I was like, oh, she got her brows done. So we are both team mm-hmm. brows. They look so good. Yeah, they are a freaking statement, but I have loved them so far. It, I've had a very hard time with the no wet, no sweat for 14 days. I want five days at least without no sweat. I just can't. I have a marathon next week. Like, I can't be out here not working out. So Your marathon is next week? Yeah, Kimberly. It is next <laughs> week. And I went on a run on Thursday and I was hungover because I had like a date the night before a date ish not really a date but like whatever and I was hungover as shit when I'm working throughout the week like I am like cracked out on by Vance and so then I don't eat and so at this point I hadn't eaten in two days and I was hungover and I tried to go run five miles and the way that I was like I can't run this marathon like I can't do this and so I after this actually I need to either today or tomorrow I need to go run 10 miles and then taper from there so that on Sunday when next Sunday comes around I'm I'm going to be out there running. I am praying for you. Please take as much content as possible. Like I want to see a video of you at mile 1 to every single mile. I want a short little clip. You will see all of the stages of emotion. Yeah, you'll see all the stages of emotion I feel oh like. Oh my god. Cuz I I'm the kind of person too. It's like Within the first mile and a half to two and a half miles, I will know how the day's how the day of running is going to go for me, you know, and because it's very it's so mental, you know, and so yeah, I am interested to see, and you'll probably be able to see that reflected in the pictures that I'll take. I'll try to take a picture every mile for sure, just so y'all can see um, what the vibes are like. 
So stay tuned. I can't wait. What else is new with you? Let's uh, wrap up this section because I know we have like to chit chat. What else is going on? I only have two things I want to update on. One, so today is my roommate Angela's birthday. So happy birthday, Angie. Hope you have a beautiful day. Um, We would have had her birthday party today, but it's Super Bowl Sunday. So like we can't be out here competing with one of the most important days of the year. So we ended up celebrating her birthday on Friday. So two days ago. And we hosted hibachi at our house. And so we had a hibachi chef come and we set up in the backyard. And it was, I'm not sitting here and like, you know, I'm hard on myself. I don't compliment myself often. It was probably one of the best events I've ever hosted. And like I host events often and I do amazing work. It looked so fun. I saw it on socials. The hibachi chef squirting something into your mouth and everybody, the setup was so cute. I love the table decor. Like you just killed it. You did such a good job. So you are hired to uh, set up my birthday with my sister. Let's freaking do it. Like seriously, put me to work. Like that's why we have like literally 20 bouquets of sunflowers that I made um, all around the house um, because they're all left over. But we set up in the backyard. There were 17 people there and we made a cocktail of the night, which was a Croatian 75 because Angela's Croatian, Um, but it's just a French 75, but we just wanted to do a play on words. But we had everything from like the garnishes to like tea lights at every single person's table. We it was great. It was amazing. So I truly outdid myself. Um, should I have spent as much money as I did? No. But you know, you're you only turn 29 once. So happy birthday, Angie. We love you. And I feel so bad because typically I'm the kind of person that's like very thoughtful on the day of the birthday. Like I'll set up like a little streamers around the house with like a little like balloon and a note. And I woke up this morning and I was like, fuck. I didn't do anything. Yeah. But the birthday was so huge. Like I'm sure she didn't expect anything today. I hope not. Did she? I don't know. So I wrote her a little note. We haven't really talked much. So maybe I'll buy her a beer later. But I just hope she knows that I put my whole fucking bagussy into Friday. And right. that... Well, you did a great job. Thank you. So we did hibachi. That was fun. I Like I mentioned, I had two Galentine's Days yesterday. So one at my friend Linnea's and one at my friend Lauren's house. And I got the cutest pink top. Did you see my pink top? So adorable. I know. Yes, I loved it. I know. So we had Galentine's and that was fun. I just drank so much champagne and... We had those two Galentines and we had a – Angela had a party with her CrossFit gym that I committed to going to. And so to say that we were just like – Booked and busy. No. Yeah. It was club. Another club. Bus. <laughs> bus. No sleep. That's all it ever was. And so like this this weekend was just a freaking marathon. And it's not over yet because Super Bowl's today. So we're headed yeah. to a brewery here in about an hour um, to go watch the Super Bowl. I think Justin Bieber is going to show up and that would make my absolute life. But my final thing that I want to talk about, and I'm going to ta- I'm going to be serious about this. From the ages of probably four years old to like 13, I was quite literally obsessed with Toby Keith. Like the way that I wanted my family to move to Oklahoma so that I could be closer to him. Like I love this man. I had every single one of his CDs and me and my neighbor, Haley, at the time, we had a dance to every single one of his songs on his albums. So 48 dances I have to Toby Keith's songs. 48. Just something to think about. So I decided to take it upon myself today to talk about my top five songs. And let me give you a little bit of an outline of what goes into the reason that these are in my top five. And before you jump into that, too, if you guys haven't heard, Toby Keith passed away. Um, this past week and it was to me unexpected how old was he though he was 62 he had been sick with stomach cancer for a few years now and so he made an announcement at the end of october essentially saying like i'm gonna have one final concert 
essentially because he knows that like he's not doing too well. So he had one final concert in Vegas. It was a two-night show. It was December 10th and December 11th. And I was on the waiting list. I didn't get tickets. I'm so upset. Um, because like he said that that was going to be his final show. But like he, of course, was being positive. Like, it's my final show for a while. But like we all knew it was like going to be his like final show ever. And so I was waiting on those tickets. I didn't get them. And I was very upset. And then he just passed away from stomach cancer. But supposedly he died very peacefully at home with his loved ones. So I just, the way that not only like the country music community, but like pop culture is like completely gathered around this man. Like Sirius XM had five channels dedicated to Toby Keith for five hours um, on Thursday, I think it was. And then a lot of the billboards in Oklahoma wow. are all Toby Keith now. Like he's a fucking legend. Yeah, he is. And I, I wasn't as diehard of a fan as you, but I know all his popular hits. I love hearing his music. And I have like nostalgic memories connected to all his songs too. Like the more you listen to yep. his music, like if you actually pull it up on Spotify, you're like, oh my God, that's him. That's him. Like he has so many hits. So let's hear your let's hear your top five. Okay. So to preface what went into making these my top five is one, I had to have a dance to them. Two, I quizzed myself and I know every single word to every single one of these songs. Three, the one that I wouldn't say is most popular by industry standards, but I would say most popular by Toby Keith Stan standards. Do you know what I mean? So <clears throat> I'm gonna start, I'm gonna go from five to one. Okay. So number five, yes, yeah. easy. And y'all will be surprised saying this is so low on my list, but it should have been a cowboy. The way that he just has fucking range, you know what I mean? Quick, quick thing, Kiana. So for people who aren't maybe familiar with song titles, how about you just sing a short portion, maybe like one or two lines of the chorus? I should have been a cowboy, should have learned to rope and ride, wearing my sixth street and riding my pony on a cattle drive. I'm like tearing up. Okay. So uh, these two, I went back and forth on whether they should be three or four. So number four for me is what happens down in Mexico. And it's essentially the, it's what happens down in Mexico stays in Mexico. And it's essentially this man and this woman, they meet in Mexico and they have the time of their lives. They become completely different people. And um, then as the song goes over time, it's layered. He's actually married, has children at home. She's a really big um, school teacher in Phoenix, Arizona, and she is thriving. So what's going on down in Mexico? But we don't know because it's just going to stay there, you know? What's number What's number three? Number three is Beer for My Horses featuring Willie Nelson. And so <laughs> me, Mike, my, my hair's blonde. And growing up, my hair was so blonde that it was translucent. Like I'd get out of the shower and you could just like see right through my scalp. Like my mom would like coat my hair back and you would just like, I just like looked bald. And and I kept my hair really long all the time. And so when me and my friend Haley had this dance, I would dress like Willie Nelson. I'd put my hair in braids and I'd put a bandana on and I was Willie. And it's like, my pappy told my pappy back in my day, son. Like, and you have to like kind of get low and I'd like act like I had a cigar but it was actually weed you know I didn't know that at the time <laughs> and I like sit there like this for my part of the song my number two is how do you like me now now that I'm on my way you still think I'm crazy standing here today banger total banger and the final one which this is the one that like I said whenever I post on Instagram everyone's like oh my god this is such a fucking banger everyone knows it whiskey girl do you know that one she ain't into wine and roses beer just makes her turn up her nose and she can't stand the thought of sipping champagne just fucking bangers all around and so that's all i have to say about that 
rest in peace, Toby. You'll be missed. Well, thank you for sharing your Toby Heath top five. We'll go ahead and share those on socials. Let us know which songs of his are your favorites. And uh, yeah, rest in peace, Toby. We love you. We miss you already. But that wraps up our catch-up section. And now Kian and I are both going to share our picks of the week. Oh, my God. I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks. Just got it. I see it. I like it. I want it. All right, now we're going to share our picks of the week. So do you care if I go first? Go for it. Okay, so as you know, I've been trying to focus on my hair health. And if you are watching on YouTube, half my hair is fake. I do wear hair (laughs) extensions. This is not all real. But I've been really wanting to focus on my hair health this year, so I don't need to wear extensions anymore. I've been wearing them since 2014. No, no, no. 2009 or 10. What? Since high school. I've been wearing extensions since high school. Yes. So my focus this year is hair health. I've been doing a really good job at getting regular haircuts and using heat protectant, all those things. Mm-hmm. But one of my secret little tools lately is it's this uh, rosemary hair oil. It has biotin, jojoba, and castor oils. It's by Botanic Earth, I think. I don't know. It's just some brand from Amazon. Nothing crazy. But I have already noticed a difference. But it is so cool. So it's like it's a bottle of the oils. It comes with this little attachment that has like a claw kind of fork looking thing on the top. So like get it in there. You can really get it in between your hair. And then you gently massage it into your scalp. Sleep in it overnight. Do it two to probably like two to three times a week. Put it in the silk bonnet. Go to bed. I will say like in the morning, like if I'm washing my hair for the first time, it's harder to get the oils out of my hair like I definitely do like a double shampoo but my hair because you know like it comes out all the way on the first try or what maybe I'm just not like emulsifying the shampoo enough but it is so nice I feel like I'm getting like a little bit of a receding hairline (laughs) and it's not I feel the same way too yeah it's like right up here like past like the widow's peak area like those temples and Mm -hmm. so I've been really focusing on putting the oil there I will keep you posted but that is my pick of the week I love it. It's great. And it's from Amazon. So it's like cheap and easy. And I wanted one too that came with like the applicator that could really get into your hair. So that's one of my decision making factors when it came to this product. So that's mine. What is your pick this week? Okay. So my pick this week, it's actually something that I found on TikTok that I just think is so fascinating. Um, So like I said, I made like literally 15 flower arrangements for my roommate's birthday. And I don't know, maybe I said flowers a lot or something like that, but I served a lot of stuff on TikTok. And I saw this thing where if you go to Whole Foods and you pick out um, a couple of the individual flower bouquets, they will make you an arrangement for free. Really? Yes. So that is my pick is the Whole Foods, quote unquote, flower arrangements. So like you can go in there and like they have like, you know, the bundles for like $3.98. You can pick like three of those and take it up there and they'll make you something. That's cool yeah. because I do struggle with like making an aesthetically pleasing bouquet. Like there's an art to it. 100%. Like you don't just put them in a put them in a vase and it's good to go. Like there's a way to do it. There, yeah, there's a whole science. I love that. Well, and it's free. And you found this out on TikTok. Yes, and it was. It's a game changer. Oh my gosh! Thank God for TikTok. And the people that are there, it's like they are florists. So like I'm sure that's so fun for them. So. That is my pick of the week. I love that. Wait, we have such wholesome picks this week too. I know. Just get your little hair care routine on. Very self-care vibes. Yeah, get get yourself a few bouquets and uh, treat yourself. Treat yourself. All right, guys, that wraps up our picks of the week. But I now wanted to 
shift into the main portion of today's episode, which you guys don't know what it is yet because it's not uh, in the uh, title of today's episode. But I felt today would be a great episode for you guys to get to know Kiana a little bit better. Um, On top of her Toby Heath obsession, there is more to her than meets the eye. Not a lot more, but there is more. There is there is some more. <laughs> so I handpicked a few fun questions that I'm going to go and ask her just so you guys can get to know your new co-host better. And I'm excited. I haven't I don't know any of these. She doesn't know any of these. Kiana, question number 1. Can you just first remind our listeners, especially the new ones, where you're from? about your family like how big your family is and anything else important that you think they should know about you okay yeah so I don't know why I decided wanted to be like my name's Kiana Um, no we know okay so I'm originally from San Angelo Texas where like if you were to put your finger on the very center of Texas and go left 90 miles that's where I'm from it's one of the largest cities in the United States without an interstate so I grew up like very small town vibes but growing up there, it didn't feel very small just because like it is like 90,000 people. So like it's wow. a good size, but it's just it's the what is it? The wool and mohair industry of the world. So all around our town, there's like little sheep everywhere that are different names and all that stuff. So I appreciated growing up in a small town. Fucking loved it. Wait, real like um, sheep? What- like just sheep everywhere? Well, so like, yeah, a lot of my friends like had farms because like they would sell their sheep and their wool and all that. Um, but they would have like these like sort like these big sheep statues that like all like had different names and stuff all around the town. And like that's like um yeah. Like there's like catalogs about it and stuff. I don't know. And it's like there's only one high school where I'm from, but we had a big high school. So like that's like why it's kind of different. But my high school was in Friday Night Lights. And so college football and high school football is like fucking huge in San Angelo. Um but I grew up, I have four sisters. So there's five girls total. And we are spread out anywhere where there's a 21-year age gap between the oldest and the youngest. Um, But I was number four, and I was the baby for the longest time. And then my little sister was like, surprise, motherfucker. I'm here now. (laughs) And so now she is the light of my parents' life. And um, we're all Ks. Cute. So it's Cassie, Callie, Caitlin, Kiana, Kennedy. And yeah, so we all grew up in San Angelo. Um, I'm obviously now in Austin. And would I go back to San Angelo to live there? No. But it was the greatest place to grow up in. I loved it. I love how positive you are about your, like, where you came from. Because some people, like, they move out of their hometown. They never want to look back. But you had, it sounds like a really good childhood. And yeah. And, like, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I do say that a lot of people that are either from San Angelo or have lived in San Angelo have, like, one of three things. A DUI, a drinking problem, or a divorce. (laughs) And like, that's just that. Yeah. So like, that's fine. And everyone has a little something. Everyone has their trauma. So whatever. But um, no, I think that growing up in a small town was like, I also got away with a lot more than I probably should have. But that's what's fun about growing up in a small town. It's like you swim in like stock tanks on the weekend. You know what I mean? And like, I don't know what you mean. What did you say? Like my friends, like everyone typically has a ranch except for me because I grew up poor. But like they have stock tanks. So it's like where they keep their fish and stuff and grow them. And so you go like drink a shit ton of beer and just like swim in stock tanks and you like swim shoot guns. with fish. Yeah. And like I fucking <laughs> hate fish. I don't know why I ever did that. That sounds so gross. Oh my God. I know. And then you'd like me. go to a friend's ranch on the weekends and just like get fucked up and you're like in ninth grade, you know, but like if there's nothing else to do in San Angelo besides like drink and like have a good time. So it's a good childhood. No, my mom was so strict. <laughs> I could, I, I could have never gone away with anything like that. My mom knew where I was at all times. 
See, I, okay. This is about you, not about me. Okay. Next, <laughs> next question for you. If you had to describe yourself in three words, what would those three words be? Um, I would say social, antisocial, because I'm an enigma. <laughs> and you know what? One thing that I heard about myself this weekend, which I'm very surprised to hear, but I think about it, like, you know what? Like, for better or for worse, I feel like I am genuine. Like, you will always know how I feel about you. I'm always like very straight and to the point. And like, I will, I will be your, either your biggest fan or I won't. And like, that's something that like no one will ever have any questions about when it comes to me. So maybe that. That's good. You and I have that in common. I take a kind approach to a lot of things, but if I don't like somebody, I, I don't invest any more time in that person. And if I really 100%. love somebody, I really show them that I love them. And I feel like yep. you're you're the same way. Okay, question yep. number three. What's a talent or skill you have that most people wouldn't expect? I do calligraphy. That's a good one. You are so talented at calligraphy. I was shook when I first saw your work. Yeah, I feel like people don't wouldn't expect that from me. So yeah, I would say I'm like, I'm very good at calligraphy and like I Outside of like event wise, like I am also like very like pen to paper creative too. All right. Next question for you. What is the most surprising thing on your bucket list and have you achieved it yet? One of the things that I think that people think is surprising about me and surprising to find out about me is like I am very, I'm very much an extroverted introvert. Like I'm not always very outgoing. Like I need my time by myself. Like I get frazzled if I don't have time alone. Yeah. So one of the things on my bucket list is actually like solo travel. And I've and I've never solo traveled before outside of like obviously whatever I was working and traveling a lot by myself in that way, but like not for um, like a soul searching type of trip or like a eat, pray, love type of trip. Like that is something that's on my bucket list. And I have not done that yet. Like I would absolutely love to travel alone. That's a good one. And I think you would do really well. Like I would not. I think that, well, <laughs> I, and I think that like three years ago, if I would have, I think I probably would have answered like doing a, a marathon or a half marathon. But I feel like being active is such a big part of my life now that I'm like, uh, that doesn't seem too surprising anymore. All right. The next question I think you will easily be able to answer. What's your go-to karaoke song and why? <laughs> I, have, I have four. <laughs> okay. So, and these okay, are so easy. Just... I literally talk about these all the time. So, Dancing on My Own by Robin. Lips of an Angel by mm -hmm. Hinder. Unfaithful by Rihanna. And those are really like my, my my main ones. And then I think that like if I am like kind of feeling a little bit different or a little bit like out there, I'll probably do something like as a group. And that would be like Picture by Sheryl Crow and Kid Rock. Um, and that's if I have a trusted counterpart. But I don't trust a lot of people to be as good as I am at karaoke. <laughs> so I'd rather just go solo. I knew you would so like have those just on deck 100%. ready to share. 100%. Um, okay, next question for you. If you were to have a conversation with your past self, what advice would you give them? Yeah, wow. This kind of makes me a little emo. I think that I can't imagine where I'd be if I would have thought so much further, like so much sooner in life that success isn't identified by being a doctor, lawyer, nurse, or like jobs that you have to have additional education for, if that makes sense. Like growing up in a small town, all of my friends whose parents you know, quote unquote, like had money and stuff or parents who were doctors, lawyers, vets, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so growing up, like I genuinely put myself in a box of like, I need to be a doctor, a lawyer. And like, that, there's no other question. Like, that's what I need to do. And so I think that if I would have known so much earlier in life that there are so many other opportunities, like I remember thinking people who get business degrees aren't going to find jobs. Like a business degree is useless. Like I remember thinking that because like I just didn't know what other jobs were out there. And so I just think that if I would have thought more about 
other opportunities and like would have known that the world is literally my oyster from such an earlier age, I can't imagine where I'd be already now because I feel like I'm just now catching my stride. And it's like, holy shit. Like, and that's because I spent my first quite literal two and a half years of college preparing for PA school, you know, because I didn't think there was any other jobs. And I'm looking back, and I'm like, oh my God, I would have fucking hated that. Hated that. But I didn't think there was any other option. And so I think that going back, I think I would have probably told myself, it's like, it's okay to think outside of the box, even though literally everything around you, being in a small town, all that is telling you that like, you're not going to make it otherwise. Like be willing to look at other things and try something different and do different things. Like I don't even think that I am a diehard Texas A&M fan and I love Texas A&M with my whole heart. But growing up in Texas, you don't even think about schools outside of Texas to go to, you know? So I just feel like I wish that I would have thought a little bit bigger a lot sooner, but I don't regret it by any means. So I think that that's my answer. That is a great answer. And next question for you, uh, what <laughs> what's the weirdest habit or quirk you have? I made a joke at this. Actually, it's kind of crazy. I came up with this answer so quickly and y'all are going to be like, this is fucking random, but I am always taking pictures of the back of my head. What? <laughs> <laughs> Why? What do you mean? Like I... And I've now like in the new year, I'm kind of like, okay, the way that the back of my head looks is none of my business. But you, have you seen me like looking at my head like this? Like I'm obsessed with the ba- how the back of my head looks. Do you just, you the aesthetics of it? That's what you're worried about? Yeah. Like I was going through my camera roll this morning looking for pictures of me and Angela for her birthday and the amount of pictures I have of the back of my head. Like I literally just get my camera and I like do this and just- That is so odd. I just take pictures because I just always curious <laughs> as to how it looks right here. I was expecting you to be like, I bite my nails or like- <laughs> Mm-mm. I just take pictures of the back of my head a lot. That is hilarious. So. Okay, next question for you. <laughs> if you could choose your own theme song to play whenever you entered a room, what would it be? Dancing on My Own by Robin. I love it. All right, next question. What's your favorite way to relax and unwind after a long day? Kalahari. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I am in water park. Literally, I'm in my fucking bath era. So like if I, as soon as I get home, the ideal day would be like have a quick dinner or like pick up something quick and like somewhat healthy on the way home and get my fucking bath ready with Epsom salts. I go through probably a bag of Epsom salts a week, like one of the five pound bags. That is my best form of self-care. That's the best way that I feel like I take care of myself. Do you read when you're in the bath or you just sit there and just soak? I keep my phone completely away from me. I turn off the lights in there and I put a lamp on in the corner. And so I have just enough light to be able to read my Kindle. And so sometimes I do that. And then sometimes I honestly just sit there. That's nice. Do you feel like your bath water gets cold? I feel like mine gets so cold so fast. Well. And that's why I don't like baths that much. I have a whole ass process here, Kimberly, that I should really bring you in on. I taught Angela it a couple weeks ago. So you turn the shower all the way hot, okay? And then once the water gets as hot as it can be, then you put on shower mode. And then you spray the whole entire bathtub to get it warm. And then, oh my God. Yeah. And then you clog it up when it's still on the hottest thing and you leave that for about 20 seconds. And then you turn it to a little bit colder than you would want your hot, hot shower to be. And then it gets equal. Genius. Oh my God. This is like totally a science. All right. I know. I'm going to try that because that is the one thing holding me back from baths. I'm like, it feels like such a waste of water when I'm in there for five minutes and I'm ready to get out. God, you genius girl. I'm a smart genius. one. Our next question for you. If you could only eat one cuisine for the rest of your life, which would you choose? I feel like I know the answer to this, but you might surprise me. What do you think it is? Wiener schnitzel. <laughs> Period. I was about to say, I would say like 
either like really shitty American food or probably Italian food. So I feel like mm. Italian food, you can't go wrong. Yeah. But the way that honestly, I might get Wiener Schnitzel for dinner tonight. It's the fucking Super Bowl. Like you need a hot dog, you know? Yeah. I drove past one the other day. Kylie and I did. And we're like, oh, Kiana. <laughs> and of course, now I get served so many ads from Wiener Schnitzel now. Oh, as you should. All right. Next question for you. If you could switch lives with any celebrity for a day, who would it be and what would you do? I think this would change day to day, but right now, I'm literally obsessed with Tate McRae. I would want to be her for a day. Like, to be able to, like, dance and, like, yeah, she's just, like, the definition of a fucking cool girl. And I I want to be her for a day. Yeah. What's your um, favorite song by her right now? That changes, too, but right now, it's an older one, 1035, the feature with Tiesto. Mm, That's good. Yeah, that's older. That's good. Oh, I love it. Okay, uh, just a few more questions for you co-host what is your favorite thing about yourself of course I included this because you know I'm gonna get stumped or what no because you know I like to remind you to love yourself you know physically or just in general in general I think my humor yeah you have a great sense of humor and you're so witty too I'm like I was gonna say I think it's like the quickness like I quick what is that called whenever yeah like what is that called whenever you're at a comedy show and they like come back to something that they mentioned earlier I don't know I don't know I feel like I'm good at that but no I would say my humor that's I I couldn't agree more yeah you you have what would you say if I was like my looks probably (laughs) I mean I'm just so beautiful I'm like my teeth that are fake (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like actually it's my clear skin thank you to Botox and my eyebrows are my two favorite things about me (laughs) (laughs) true um, okay, two more questions. What is the most memorable piece of advice that you've ever received? I think that something that I remind myself of about about a lot lately is there's a saying where it's like how people make you feel about yourself says a lot more about them than it does you. Mm-hmm. And I think that especially, you know, like going through breakups and like there's like, you know, you have friend breakups and just like things change like life changes and like you're not with friends with the same people and I feel like it's just kind of hard to always think that I'm the kind of person where it's like well I can be friends with anyone and everyone you know but like whenever I leave a conversation with someone and I'm really like you know what like I didn't love that like I don't love how I felt like and then I think that I'm a bad person and I like leave the conversation thinking there's stuff that I could have worked on and I'm like no like that's a better reflection on them and so I think that that's where I have it's been giving me the opportunity to give myself more grace towards myself, but also like there's people that are broken and they're going to do whatever they can to put that on you. Yeah. And I think like the older we get to, the more, uh, I guess like introspective we get about these situations we're in because when, again, when you're younger, you're more like, I want everybody to like me. And as I'm getting older, I'm like, I don't care if you like me. I care if I like you. Because if everyone likes me, I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. You're just not being yourself. You're being a chameleon and like. I stand for nothing. Because people are all so different. There's physically no way you can get every single person to like you. Literally. So love that. Okay. And last question for you, Kiana. Let's hear it. What's one goal or dream you have for the future that you haven't shared with many people? I think that, okay, so this is like a given for you. I feel like we talk about this a lot. Like I don't really talk about this with other people. It's like I think that a big goal and a big dream of mine is like it's a really big deal for me for this podcast to be successful. 
like that is something that's like so important to me like that's such a big goal of mine it's like obviously being on a podcast like I said it was like a bucket list thing yeah like having a podcast that fucking scales and like gets on charts and like is noticed and is seen and people like it's a part of their everyday conversation is like maybe some of our inside jokes or some of the things that we talk about often on here like that to me so cool is like success yeah like that is I want I like the community that you build around it and stuff like that is such a goal of mine anyone can do a fucking podcast anyone can I mean with obviously a lot of time but like (laughs) I think that the people who are able to scale it and make it something that people look forward to every single week or every single day or whatever like that's when you know you've made it that's a successful podcast I'm getting so emotional with you using the podcast as the last thing you're going to answer about. That's so sweet. I know. I know. I'm in. Well, and it's something that like, you know, and oh, here we go. Full wrap around to the beginning of the episode, just like a comedian. Just like they always do. Yeah. You know, this episode again, or this podcast started in 2021 and getting to see it grow and have, bringing you on as a co-host, it's just like a way that the the podcast is continuing to grow and expand and improve. It's like you are now an extension of the brand. And it's just so cool. It's like, again, watch it evolve. And uh, I love that now I have somebody to share those dreams and goals for the podcast with. And it's so inspiring because like at the end of the day, like it's not on anyone else's hands, but ours that this works. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Like we fucking got this. Should we start crying? Can we can, can we hold hands? Can we uh, virtually hold hands? The fact that I would rather have tried to make myself cry than try to virtually hold your hand, but here. Oh my gosh, we are virtually holding hands. Kiana, I'm so excited to have you on as a co-host. You are going to kill it. And everybody, I'm sure, listening is so stoked. I mean, I feel like most people are like, wait, wasn't she already kind of a, a, yeah, like, wait. a part of this? Wait, what? But now it is officially official. And I cannot wait. Again, make sure to check out um, Instagram at my lips aren't sealed podcast to see all of our cute pictures. Kiana, thanks for answering all those questions. Did any of them like really catch you off guard? What's funny is some of them were so easy for me. And I don't, I think that I probably would expect them to be a little bit harder for me. But I think the one that caught me off guard was a goal that, or like something that's on my bucket list that not a lot of people would expect. That one I was not expecting from you, Kimberly. Thank you. Oh my goodness. And and thank you, Chat GBT for GBT for helping me come up with these questions. <laughs> in Chat GBT, we trust, yes, honestly. Seriously. No, I mean, I did handpick these, but I did get a little bit of assistance. But it's hard to figure out what questions to ask you because I feel like I know so many things. And I also didn't want them to just be like, Do you prefer cats or dogs? Like, come on. I wanted to get a little deeper. Beach or mountains? Yeah, beach or mountains? <laughs> Coffee or tea? Like, no. I, can't. I just wanted, I wanted the listeners to be able to get to know you more and see like how your mind works, more about your family, your life, your experiences, goals, everything. And I think you did that. So great, great job. Whoop whoop. If you guys want to follow Kiana on Instagram, again, her handle is at Kiana underscore Milliken. Mine is at Kimberly Cobb. Podcast is at My Lips Aren't Sealed Podcast. If you have any feedback or questions, or if you want advice or want to submit stories, there is a link in the show notes where you can submit those anonymously. I got some recently. I need to share those with you. I'm really excited. Yes. So that is. I can't freaking wait. It's popping. Go check it out. Um, we are happy to talk about anything and everything. Again, this podcast is created for women and no topic is off limits. So we are open books for you and we have a bunch of um, thoughts and perspectives and ideas that we want to share with you guys. So stay tuned for future episodes of the podcast. I love you guys. I hope you're having a great week. 
Happy Valentine's Day week. Happy Galentine's. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.